On today's episode, we'll be talking about the top moments from this Chicago Bulls season. We'll also be going over our favorite past moments that make us appreciate uh, this, this season and what the Bulls were able to accomplish. And finally, we'll be finishing off this episode talking about the Bulls' playoff record against defending NBA champions. We'll get into all that and more on today's Locked on Bulls. You are Locked on Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by PrizePick. Check out prizepicks.com and use the promo code NBA or go to your app store and download the app today. PrizePicks is daily fantasy made easy. Now, I'm one of your hosts, CEO Hayes. That is the voice of Chicago. Pat the designer is in the building. What's going What's on, good Pat? With y'all, man? How y'all feeling? <laughs> Hopefully everybody's baby. feeling pretty Woo! good. Yeah, playoffs. But, bro, Sunday is going down. But until then, when we have playoff games to talk about, we're going to be talking about some of our favorite moments from this past season. Pat, I'll let you kick it off, man. What were some of your favorite moments this past season? Oh, man, dog. First off, live calling these games, there's so many moments that you look at and you're just like, yo, did we just watch that happen? <laughs> and for me, I mean, I think it's got to be everybody, right? Like, number one's got to be DeMar's game winner versus Washington. Mm. Like back to back, second on New Year, like it was one in one year, one in the other, December 31st, January 1st. It was a great way to start the year off, man. Um, I, I think I guess the upsetting part was that we felt like we should have been beating Washington. But yeah. I mean, turn around, Jay, corner fade away over Bradley Bill, cashing that mug. Dog, that's such a that's such a high point for me. Um what else would I have to say from this year, doll? I mean, there, there was so much. Here's the weird thing, like, right? Like, we've gone through so much of this season, like the second half of the season, just like, please help us get here. Like, what has happened to our team that we haven't had a ton of those moments? But, I mean, dog, you got to say, like, for me, DeMar's streak, like breaking a Wilt record, dog. Breaking a Wilt record. Yeah. That's crazy. Like, and then you start going through it, right? Because we all Bulls fans. We know what it is. So we're going through it and we're just like, where's Jordan on this list? Hey, where's Jordan on this list? <laughs> <laughs> when you see like Wilt, DeMar DeRozan, like that was such a dope moment in the season, man. And and just seeing like, I, I mean, I'm not going to lie to you, dog. As, as crazy as it is, I know it just happened yesterday. But I mean, don't you got to throw P. Will on there? Gotcha. Coming back from injury, 35 points. Like, for me, I mean, like, those are some big moments, dog. And I feel like those are moments that can shape your team moving forward, especially coming into this first playoff series. So, like, some top moments for me, man. I I, I really – dog, if you haven't enjoyed this season, I've said, I've said to a lot of mugs on my side, like, if you haven't enjoyed this season, that means you didn't, tell, you didn't watch 82, uh, 82 games and us win 22 of them. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's that's what that's what it it took because I have had a blast this season, live calling games. Of course, as of recently, it hasn't been as fun. But I mean, other than that, this Bulls team has been so much fun this year, bro. Like it. it here, here's the difference: the season flew by. Yeah, it absolutely did. These last five years, the season ain't flew by, bro. Yeah. <laughs> what's your yeah. what's some of the moments for you, dog? 
like you said, the the Demar game winner for sure, the back to back game winners. That was just such a a special moment and a special streak, right? That was in the midst of a nine game winning streak as well. Yeah. That was such a just a fun time, um, for for like because it, it had been so long, right? It had been so long since we've seen something like that done by a Bulls player or in history. When you talk about breaking a Wilt record, on top of that, um. Yeah. And you know some of the some of the better or some of the my favorite moments too were early in the season just because to for the for the Bulls to start off the season four and zero right to have that four and zero streak after what we've been through the last couple of years was just fun in general to just the preseason to the season and just you know getting excited about it all um, yeah. It's just just been great to see. But you got to, like you said, you got to throw in Patrick Williams' game as well because it was good to see that man after everything he went through, not having a a training camp and stuff like that because of injury, then going down with the major injury. It it was this season, like you said, it's just been a fun season. And yeah, it sucks how everything happened down the stretch. But overall, the season is just, it's just been so many great moments. The DeMar, he's too little. Uh, thing that it's like the, the, the <laughs> lock screen on my phone it was just a great moment as well. Um, it's just it's been some it's been some some down moments, but it's been now, some really now, really good ones as well. Go a moment not in Bulls' favor, but a moment from the season that's got to be one of the greatest moments in NBA history is Tony Bradley trying to get tough with John Morant and Stephen Adams. Just Stephen like, Adams oh, picking up. Yeah, come on, bro. Come Man, on, buddy. Listen. Come on, by big fella. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, even that was one of them. Moving. Yeah, bro. It was one of them. It was like, yeah, we showing some toughness. I like it. Show me. A li- oh, oh yeah. no, Tony. Oh, no. fan. You you saw Tony Minutes get cut immediately after that. Like- exactly. <laughs> like it, it had to. Like you can't have your, your your backup big man getting completely demolished like that. Like like the fact that he and it was effortless. He didn't even like Stephen Adams didn't even break a sweat, nothing. It wasn't a second thought like, hey, can I pick this guy up? It was literally uh, all right, let's just go. We're going to go ahead and back you down for a second. I man. was dying laughing at that, bro. Just cracking up. And it was it was one of those things where it was just like, hey, man, listen, we, we not those guys. We not the tough guys. We not the we going to be in your guy. face. You're not that guy. <laughs> You're not that guy. You're not that guy. <laughs> dog, that's exactly how I felt, man. I mean, like, and I will say this, dog, the fact who who was like like of course we're talking about moments, but like who was the player this year that had you out of your seat all the time? For me, Javante. Oh Javante. Yeah. Oh Javante. my God, woo. I didn't know you was jumping. Like I knew you was jumping, but jumping like that, who was yours, dog? Yeah, Javante, it's definitely well, you gotta give it to Javante. Um, because it was there's a time in every game where he almost gets an all-time great dunk. He just sometimes they rim out, right? Uh, Javante is just that guy when it comes to that. Um, I will say this for me, it was Io. I, you know, I, we almost didn't mention him is because I, I said in my preview before the season start, we're not going to see Io very much. And if we do see Io a lot, something's gone either very, very wrong for this team yeah. or something's gone very, very right. That was my direct quote. And I'm glad that it was something going very, very right because seeing this young man mature in the way that he has, seeing, you know, him start off the season getting minutes just because he was trusted defensively and that yeah. role continue to grow to continue to grow to now he's our starting point guard because Lonzo's down, but it's just been so fun to see this kid and, and, and what he's been able to do in year one and the potential is through the roof. For him. Yeah. So, and for me, even seeing him, fam, what, mo- there's so many moments from this season, bro, but like Trey young being hype after mm-hmm. having like a fourth quarter versus IO. Yeah. And all of Bulls Nation just being like, 
Boy, we just played you three games and you can score a bucket on him. Stop trying to get in my mans right now. Ain't no playing with me right now. You're not finna. Yeah, y'all won that game. Good job. Hope you enjoyed that one. Like, dog, for us to be able to be chesty about like clamping down Trey Young and just being like, bro, like, you gotta relax. Like, Io came to play in this NBA. I, I gotta give that man's credit, man. Give give him his flowers on his rookie year. He's not gonna be in contention for rookie of the year because mm. defense don't mean that much in the rookie of the year category. But I mean, dog, you gotta talk about him as somebody who, like, at one point, he was the he held, not among uh, 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 rookies, but among all NBA players, he was the best on ball defender in the NBA, covering 93% of, of the person that he was covering. Like, that's a ridiculous. I didn't even know we was keeping track of that. Let's be real. Y'all know that's how them stats come out. All of a sudden, you just be like, and he was uh, covering 93% of them at half court on a Tuesday, and uh, he's the only player to ever do that. What? That's them LeBron stats when they just want to come up with something to give, give to LeBron. <laughs> You know that LeBron is the only player over 35 with a receding hairline to score 40 points in a game? There's stuff like that that they'll come up with. <laughs> with his left uh, hand. While looking yeah, with at his left hand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but, yeah, man, this this has been – and I know, you know, people watching this, I hope that they really take some time out to think about their favorite bull moments as well because there were a lot of really good and great moments th- over the course of this season. Yeah. Um, Zach even, like – listen, I know Zach – has been playing it was first the thumb the back the knee right but i think people forget too that there was a point in time especially with him and lonzo their chemistry was so great i can think of a bunch of you know fast break dunks from lonzo to to levine that were just beautiful and i love to see what they're going to continue to do as they continue to grow together as a backcourt as well but hey this was this was a fun season man it was a fun fun season bro Um, i mean listen and and the next the next topic is going to be the reason why (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll get it. We'll get into that. So next up, we're gonna get into some of our worst moments uh, from the Bulls' last five seasons and why that makes us appreciate this team even more. But first, I gotta talk to you guys about Prize Picks. So NBA fans, are you looking for a daily fantasy option for the NBA? Then you need to try the award-winning app Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. And I know you guys are going to love it. It's easy to use. You pick two to five players and an over-under on their projections, and you can win up to 10 times on any injuries, just you versus the projected numbers. Injuries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. Prize Picks is safe and offers fast withdrawals. Use the award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. For a limited time, Prize Picks has an exclusive no-brainer offer for all of our, our listeners. Users get $50 for free if a player in your first prize picks entry scores a single point, but you must use the code NBA. That this That's right. This is an exclusive offer available to listeners of Locked On Bulls. Sign up today and use the code NBA for $50 free if, your player, if a player in your first prize pick entry scores a single point. Now, moving on from that, I also got to talk to you guys about BetOnline. Oh. And BetOnline is your number one source for all your betting uh, stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, uh, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoff and the start of the Major League Baseball season. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information from live betting to playoffs to esports and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, Pat. It's, listen, it's been a... A rough, 
go for Bulls fans over the la- over the last handful of years since Jimmy Butler was traded. It's been it has been very very rough for us, fam. And I think sometimes people, the, us as fans, us right. I'm not saying just the fans. Us as fans, we forget what we've come from, right? What the Jim Boylan era, the the Fred Hoiberg era, like all that that's been going on. So now we're going to talk about some of the worst moments from the Bulls' last five seasons and why that makes us appreciate this team a little bit more. Go ahead and get into it, Pat. Fam, I'm going to be honest with you. The Boylan era was so bad. The Hoiberg era ain't that bad to me. Like, the Hoiberg era was bad, Mm -hmm. but the Boylan era was so bad that I look at the Hoiberg era like, man, we made the playoffs, though. Team had no direction. Nobody really wanted to be there. Nobody knew what the heck was going on. D-Wade was back for some reason. He mm-hmm. Like, the one time he wanted to sign here. Bro, all-time low for me as a Bulls fan. D-Wade leaves. Mm-hmm. And we watched an entire season of pick and roll and alley-oop mm. to Cristiano Felicio. And I left the offseason saying the Bulls are going to pay him money. Mm. And they paid that man. I, am I am I tri- eighty million dollars? Wait, over you got four? eighty million dollars. What was Cristiano Felicio's con- contract? I feel like I need to go back because I'm pretty sure he made about eighty million dollars, seventy two maybe, seventy two maybe over four. Mm-hmm. Bro, when I tell you that I knew it was coming and could not believe what I was seeing, and I just knew the Bulls were absolutely heading in the wrong direction, and at that point, they did not care about getting in the right direction. That was the lowest point for me as a Bulls fan when he got that contract bro I'm trying to find this uh, I made it way I made it way too much uh Felicio remained one of the biggest salary cap anchors in the entire NBA he was paid in total roughly 32 million in the past four years I said I paid I gave him way too much it felt like 80 million with how weak he was bro <laughs> yeah I just knew that this Bulls team was not trying to move in the right direction in the slightest, and and that was a low point for me, dog, and that's why seeing AK come in here, bro, just take over, give everybody a year, show me why you're supposed to be here. And when when Denzel Valentine took that three, and you heard, oh no! (laughs) That's when I knew we were gonna be okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. One of the moments, some of the moments that stick out to me, uh, when Clay Thompson set the record for three pointers made against the Chicago Bulls, and it was one of those nights where they literally were handed like, "Oh, we're gonna go get the record tonight." That's how much they respect the Chicago Bulls. They literally were sitting on the sideline with with Steph Curry with a damn with a damn checkboard in his hand, looking like, "Oh, oh, you're gonna go get the record tonight. We're gonna go get you the record tonight." That pissed me off. Then on top of that, the whole thing. This is one of the things that just. Picture, takes everything from the boiling Gar Foreman era and just and just puts it in there. The we're gonna get younger and more athletic. Proceed to sign D Wade and, and Ray John Rondo. This is what makes me appreciate AK and Eversley and what they do and the vision that they have because that was just something that was just looking at it like, wow, really? Come on, 
You you Come. want that you want that uh you want that Clay Thompson game to sting just a little bit more? What's that? How Go many ahead. dribbles he take in that game? Oh man, I don't even remember, but I remember it wasn't much. How many dribbles did he take? Four dribbles. God damn. Man scored. <laughs> he scored 60 points. <laughs> and he took four dribbles the whole game, bro. That's mind blowing, bro. That was two years ago. That feels like a lifetime. Yeah. It feels like a lifetime, bro. Just, bro, the whole Jim Boylan being hired. If you're not excited about what you're seeing right now, knowing that Jim Boylan was our head coach, we are, we are the Chicago Bulls. We literally own two of the dopest people to ever be a part of this sport in Phil Jackson and Michael Jordan. Three if you count Dennis Rodman. I counted as right. And we were down to Cristiano Felicio and Jim freaking Boylan. Dog, I mean that that was such a that was such a low point in this franchise, bro. Like for me, it was just seeing where we are, just seeing that like the things that we're upset about as Bulls fans in a game in, game out basis sometimes. Like every now and then I have to tell myself, like, man, that's trivial. Like, listen, you should be playing defense. That's not trivial. But like, oh, I didn't see enough hustle on that on that uh, uh, running out to the corner. We can fix that. We can yeah. replace those guys. The foundation of this team being what it is now, and seeing how AK was that first year where he would be just sitting there in the suit, and Wendell Carter dunked that basketball wide open, and it hit the front of the rim, and he fell on his back, and you just saw AK go. Yeah, I, I'm I'm glad to be where we are, bro. <laughs> I mean, bro, like, there's so many bad moments to look back on, bro. Like, we we have really it feel like it feel like <laughs> it feel like the Bulls are that awkward teenager that like yeah. you look back on your old pictures and you're just like, oh god, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, let's not even mention the loss to the Celtics in the United Center, in which we lost 133 to 77. You could have gone without mentioning that one. That one, that one's no. Up. I mean, we got to mention that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so like, cool. like the bull that it, like that was a terrible game, bro. Like it's been so many bad moments, man. The fact that even the said Felicio, like, and don't get me wrong, Archie Diakono, like I, I, I like Ryan a little bit. I like right? Arch. I ain't gonna diss Arch. I, I like, like Arch a little bit, but. Like, it's just, man, looking at the, the rosters, looking at some of the starting lineups we had, like, the fact that Zach Levine is is all but certain to sign a, a contract extension with Chicago. And this is what people say that Zach Levine doesn't deserve the max. Look at what the Bulls gave him since he's since he's been here. Yeah. Dog, when I tell you yeah. what y'all know about a Walt Lemon Jr. Yeah. What you know about a Cameron Payne before Phoenix. And we listen, it's okay to say Cameron Payne got better. Must be like the Bulls missed yeah. on him. No, he got better. I don't know if y'all watched him or not, but he got better. I mean, man, when we drafted Paul Zipser. Yeah. What you know about a Paul Zipser, bro? <laughs> There's so many moments, bro, in the last five years that you look at and you're just like. You you love the fact that at All Star Break they went and had that conversation 
and they just asked other teams, like, what do you think of this team? And them owners were honest. Y'all are the laughing stock of the NBA. And that moment for Michael changed everything for Bulls fans. Like, for the first time, having that moment to open up. And, and, and it's, <sighs> we in the playoffs, bro. That was two years ago. That was all-star break. Two years ago. And we in the playoffs. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Hey, man, I'm hype right now, man. Just like AK fixed this team, kind of on the low. He ain't paid nobody really yet. You know what I'm saying? This Rock Auto can hook you up that same way. We got to tell you about rockauto.com. Before we get into this next segment, man, this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Uh, with ever-increasing numbers and makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure pointless, seemingly intimidating questions? Is your Odyssey an LX or an EX? And wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on a computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry. You have computer access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Why choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the same parts from the chain store or car dealership like a Honda Odyssey fuel pump? It's $353 at a chain store. On Rock Auto, $216. It's a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Their prices are reliably low for every customer and they have everything you could need brake parts tail lamps motor oil even new carpets so here's what you gotta do go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you man amazing selections reliably low prices all the parts you will ever need at let it breathe we're heading into the playoffs RockAuto.com. There you go. Well, Pat, last topic of the day. We got to talk about it. Bulls have some pretty good series in their history against defending NBA champions. We swept Miami. We played one of the best first uh, first round series of all time against Boston. Yeah. Now they were they were they were missing some pieces then, but had a great first round series against them. For Bulls fans, you know we're gonna we're gonna eventually break down what we can expect from the Milwaukee Bucks. We're actually gonna uh, do a, a, a crossover episode with the host of over there on Locked On Bucks. But to talk about and bring up the Bulls' history and just some of the things that we could possibly hope to see against the defending champions in the in the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, the Miami series. We swept Miami. One thing that I'm always going to remember about that series is Andres Nocioni saying, we're not going to sweep Boston. I mean, I was not going to sweep Miami. And then we swept Miami. <laughs> 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 by the way. So... What do you what what hearing that I get it? It's completely different teams, completely different makeup. But can the Bulls simulate some of that type of playoff success? Listen, both of these playoff series were exciting. The Miami game, even though the Bulls did sweep it, was a super exciting series. And that yeah. Boston series, like I said, probably the greatest first round series ever. What do you think about it? Here's my thing with it, right? You never know how the playoffs is going to go. They're yeah. the playoffs for a reason. Nobody picked the Bucks to win the championship besides Charles Barkley. I know Bucks fans that didn't pick the Bucks to win the NBA championship last season. Guess what? Giannis was hosting that MVP and that championship trophy at the end. Mm. I'm not saying 
that I'm trying to bring some of that similar mojo in here. But hey, we're not going to sweep the Milwaukee Bucks. Mm. I'm probably right either way. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, dog, you know what it is? Like, playoffs is such a different beast, and you yeah. really never know. And it's really about, listen, it, it's all about talent, want to, understanding of the moment, and a little bit of fortune. Yeah. The Bucks had a little bit of fortune last year. Um, Bucks had a lot of bit of fortune last year. If you look at how like how how their yeah. matchups went. I don't know if this is one where you can sweep the Milwaukee Bucks, but I'll tell you what, I watched those first two games against the Bulls while they were missing quite a few pieces, and they made it competitive. Now, these last two games, they didn't make it competitive. Why? Couldn't knock down shots. If you can knock down shots in this series, you can make this thing competitive. If the Bulls can make it competitive, that means you're close to winning a game. I don't know if we're going to have one of those Miami moments, but if this team gets hot all of a sudden, and Billy, we've seen them the last two games get hot shooting the ball, you could have a Boston moment. You could fight your way to a seventh game, and anything can happen, man. Anything can happen. So is, is it pie in the sky, dreaming, hoping, wishing, praying? Yeah, it is. Guess what? It was back then, too. Guess what? We went into Miami. You know what we always saying? That's fun season. Yeah. Guess what we yeah. saying right now? It's fun season. <laughs> What's your thoughts on it, my guy? Man, listen, the thing with this team is, is that we've seen so many ups and downs. And I, like I said, I understand people being down on the Bulls right now and their chances. Shout out to Charles Barkley. Um, but with that being said, you like to your point, you never know. Like what it what it comes down to in the playoffs sometimes are is getting hot at the right time, right? Yep. D discovering some type of matchup. And also, if we look at it, the Milwaukee Bucks did sweep the Chicago Bulls. That's very rare that a team sweeps sweeps the team in the regular season and then turns over and does it again in the postseason if they face. So we'll see how this goes. It could very well be a sweep. Like I'm not uh, well against the Bulls, not the Bulls sweeping the Bucks, but uh, it could very well be that. But what the heart that this team played with her, if that can be recaptured, I know we're missing ball, right? And I know Caruso. We'll see what the what the week off does to his back. But if that team can re re recapture that heart. Anything to quote Kevin Garnett, anything I'm not going to scream in people's ears, but anything is possible. <laughs> um, and you, you know, the fact that we did have those series, and 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 like you said, against Miami, nobody expected us to sweep them. We they we were expected to give a competitive series, but not to sweep them in the way that we did. Uh, that Boston series, uh, I can't remember who was, I think KG was out that season, that that series, right? He was he was hurt. And out that series. Um, but still, what we were able to do and deliver just a game that was just, and we very well could have won that game seven as well. Yeah. Um, I just want at the end of the day, whatever this team does in the playoffs, if they can, if they can play with heart, they can play with some determination, if they can, you know, lock in defensively when it's needed. You know, it's sometimes it's too much to ask them to lock in defensively the whole game, even though that's what they have the ability to, and that's what I want to see. But if they can do that in some key moments, this series can be a lot more interesting than some Bulls are giving this team uh, credit for, is what I'll say. And, and even if it's not, y'all, like, you have to understand, before you succeed, you must first fail. Mm. Mm. I know somebody said that before me, but I can't think of who it is. For some reason, I'm thinking Bruce Lee, but I know that's not right. That sounds like some Bruce Lee would say. But yeah, it sounds like some Bruce stuff, don't it? Yeah, yeah. A lot of times, growth comes through failure. So we'll see. Y'all got to see this. Uh, 1985. Lost in the Eastern Conference first round. 
1986, lost in the Eastern Conference first round. 1987, lost in the Eastern Conference first round. 1988, lost in the Eastern Conference semifinals. 1989, lost in the Eastern Conference finals. 1990, lost in the Eastern Conference finals. Mm. And then they won the championship. Yeah. People forget that it takes progression. And so, yeah, listen. And the you thing got a is team that, young enough to do it now. <laughs> yeah, we definitely do. We definitely do. And um, at some point, we need to talk about this. The, the and you know, what I'll probably be more of an off-season content is that I I really do see it now that Patrick Williams may be the best player on this team in 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 two years. Do you think that we might have just had our? And I know a completely different sport, but that Patrick Mahomes moment. Mm. And the reason I say that is because you had Alex Smith on your team. Alex Smith was a heck of a quarterback. He was a, he, he was a elite mm. game manager, you might say, but he was somebody that put up great numbers, was going to get you down the field, score touchdowns for you. And they yeah. watched Patrick Mahomes in the last game of that season, and they all looked around and they said, oh, my God. Um uh, we going to have to trade uh, Andy Dalton. Uh, yeah. no, <laughs> we going to have uh, to trade Alex Smith. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah did, I really did, did we just have that moment with Pat Mahomes where yeah, the game's meaningless, people are doing things different, but just the way it looked and felt, I was like I I've always oh said God. it from the beginning of the seasons. Like I said what I what I said about Desumu, and I'm glad that I was I was proven wrong on that. Uh what I said about when DeMar was signed, I said this is the Bulls giving Patrick Williams three years to turn into the player that they need to turn in, turn turn into. It's giving him a mentor. It's also taking the scoring th- uh, load off him. He doesn't have to be a big time scorer first because we have Demar, because we have Vooch, because we have yeah. Lonzo, and so they really c- created a situation in which it's like, all right, Pat, you got three years to develop this aggression in offense. Yes. And Pat Pat has looked at this and said, hey, if Pat would have not gotten hurt, we very well could be could have been talking about at the All Star break. It moving from whatever it was to Patrick Williams being an offensive force for the Chicago Bulls. You think the Cleveland Cavaliers came into this season saying, hey, Colin Sexton, you ain't the answer? Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like now, they, now they leaving this season talking about, hey, uh, what you sending me for Colin Sexton? Oh, man. <laughs> he is out of there. He is out of here. But um, you never know how things shake up. And that, that yeah. that's the point of it, dog. Like, Sometimes it takes a player proving to himself and the coach, now it's my time to come out here and and be this dude. And I think this is the time for P-Will to do that. Yeah. Hey, listen, P-Will is going to go into this offseason, I think, with a lot of confidence, hopefully. And then for us to see what that develops into at the start of preseason, at the start of the season, it's it's good. It, listen, I'm so excited about the develop. And the one thing too that I'm that I've realized about Patrick Williams is that once he realizes his strength, the sky's going to be the limit because he. Uh, damn, who was it? Uh, it wasn't Darnell Maybe I can't. Somebody said after the game the fact that Patrick Williams was fouled 14 times and not once did you see him on the floor. Hey, bro, bro, like he will run into people. And it really reminds me of Giannis. Not to say that I think he's going to be that level player. I really think Giannis mm. is going to be one of the greatest players to ever hold a basketball. Oh, of all time, absolutely. But yeah. when people bump into P-Will, they now, like, difference last year. Remember how P-Will was like, hey, y'all, no, I felt that. Like, when people run into P-Will, you mm. saw Giannis, Giannis coming full speed, bump into P-Will and pick up his dribble. And it, like, shocked him a little bit, like, 
the heck was that? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, dog, that is, it's wild to see. Now I'm just looking. I'm like, at hey, 20 years old, fam. Yeah. 20 years old. Like, yeah, <laughs> Pat is gonna be a beast, man. Um, but yeah, that is it. You got anything left before we end, end today's episode? Hey, man, we got a long week of being excited about being in the playoffs here, man. We yeah. just had to bust off with this. Uh, with this, with this episode, just reflecting on it, man. Shout out to all the Bulls fans. First off, shout out to everybody that shows up and shows us love, man. You guys are awesome. The fact that y'all just welcomed us in, man. We had over a 1,000 views on there, over 100 likes on that last video, man. Keep that up. Shout out to y'all. Absolutely, man. Thank you. Thank you. The support that we've gotten, I, I can I can tell, be honest right here. I did not expect us to get it as soon as what we got. I really did think yeah. people were going to be in and, and look like, ah, oh, man, I don't know about these new guys. But uh, yeah. they really have welcomed us, and it, it, it's, it doesn't go unnoticed. We definitely appreciate it, and uh, we feel the love, and we hope that as we add more of our own flavor to Locked on Bulls, especially over the offseason, we hope that we continue to get you guys support at the level we have. Man. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Hey, follow me on everything. At Pat the Designer, that's at P-A-T-T-H-E-D-E-S-I-G-N-E-R. As I did go to public school, but they taught me how to spell. Also, follow us on everything at Locked on Bulls. All right. And then you can follow me at CEO Hayes. That's C-E-O-H-A-I-Z-E. And thank you for making us your first listen of the day. Now, make your second listen, Locked on Bulls. Well, they are covered by the Locked on Experts. Uh, make sure you go over there. They're available wherever podcasts are available. Um, but that is it from us for today. Another uh, dub for JV. We in this month. Um, and we will see you lovely and beautiful people uh, tomorrow. Peace, y'all. Stay safe out there, man. <laughs>